This week's podcast episode is going to be centering around nutrition. And this one is going to be a bit different because we've got a special guest who's basically on both sides of the fence. And that's because this guest is a medical doctor, but he's also big into the alternative health side of things. His name is Dr. Win Fan. He's also known as MD with Spirit on his social media channels. And Dr. Fan came across my path because he's part of the whole medical medium community. And medical medium, if you don't know, is an American health expert stroke influencer who has written a series of top-selling alternative health books which have gained an army of fans all over the world. And Dr. Fan introduces these natural healing and nutritional protocols into his medical practice and he's had all sorts of amazing results. One in particular that he shares with us today is about a woman who was trying desperately for 11 years to get pregnant. She was having no luck, spent thousands of dollars, got nowhere and then just after a few weeks of introducing these dietary protocols, she finally fell pregnant. He's also going to be delving into some top dietary advice for you and I about how you can remove some specific troublemaker foods which will help boost your health, as well as sharing some really valuable advice on top supplements that you can introduce to help improve your health and vitality. He's also going to be talking about the superpowers of celery juice. And listen, I know from experience how amazing this stuff is for the body and healing. So it's really good to hear from someone with the the medical clout that he's got to be speaking all about the benefits of celery juice and sharing all of that knowledge with the listeners here today. So I really hope you enjoy this chat with Dr. Fan. Let's dive into it right now. Hi, Dr. Fan. Great to chat with you today. So you're based in Houston in Texas. Tell us all about what you do, how long you've been a medical doctor there for, and what, what the day job is like. <laughs> well, thanks, Mark. Uh, nice to meet you. And we're going to start off with, yes, I'm, I'm an internal medicine doctor here in, in Spring, Texas, which is near Houston, Texas. People kind of know Houston more than Spring. And I, I am a primary care doctor, meaning I see people as a general practitioner in primary care. And basically, I used to be a hospitalist, meaning I only saw patients at the hospital, and I encountered a lot of cases where I just couldn't figure out what's going on. And even the specialist help that I would get multiple specialists, they didn't know either. They just sent people home, make sure they're not dying, send them home. And it, gets, it got frustrating for me. And so I was looking, I looked, you know, into more alternative medicine as I opened my own practice. And I somehow got stuck with all these chronic illnesses and stuff. And I kept on looking for answers, looking for answers. And went down like a functional medicine, alternative medicine route. And I think I got myself in trouble and, and it cost a lot of money. And I got frustrated at that, that route. So I, I found medical medium. And, you know, because of my curiosity, I, I kind of introduced it to my patients. So every day I see patients in the primary care setting who are primarily conventional minded. They want prescriptions and antibiotics and stuff. And I try to introduce some natural concepts. They'll see they'll see a whole list of supplements, right? And they're like, oh, I, I noticed you're in. They, they say they say homeopathic doctor. I'm like, no, no, I'm holistic. Homeopathic is a different, you know, discipline. 
I imagine it must have taken quite a lot of time to to qualify as a medical doctor, and then you get into the system and you see that that approach doesn't quite work for a lot of people. There are chronic illness is rife these days. What is that like? Having gone through all of that training, and then to see that a lot of what we are doing here isn't really helping a lot of people. You know, when you go to medical school, you have, you know, you're kind of like optimistic and idealized. You think, oh, once I become a doctor, I have the degree and I have this fund of knowledge, I'll have the, the, the tools necessary to, to help people and, and heal them and whatever it is. You realize after getting out that you are ill-equipped to handle the real world scenario, you know, simple things. And it takes some time. And yes, you know, like any training in America, it's four years of college after the 12 years of, you know, primary education, four years of college. Then you apply to medical school for four years of medical school, and then it's three to five years of training, depending on what your specialty is. And once you get out of that, then you go into the real world, and then you realize that they didn't teach you everything, and you have to kind of learn the system, so to speak, right? And so that's what I was doing, and I was I was working for a, comp- a group, you know, and I was working in the hospital. When you're young and you come out of medical school, you think you're awesome. You know, you can stay up to three o'clock in the morning doing you know, rounding the hospital and seeing patients and, you know, and you can do a lot, I think a lot of energy, but to get to medical school, you have to have a certain amount of health, right? If you're unhealthy, if you have a chronic illness, which there are many more young people getting that, it's really hard to get through. And so you don't understand the concept of being sick unless yourself, you've gone through it or you've seen somebody you love go through it. You're not on the other end of the system. So it's important to realize that see that. And I think I think one of the concepts in medical information is that you deal with compassion. And when you when you see people suffering, you kinda like open up and you kinda kinda take more notice of these things. So I was seeing that there's these young people who are having issues and either they're making it up or there's something legitimately there. And many women, now men obviously, but many women were going through these like hormonal issues or I noticed that there were more women with issues in the hospital that I couldn't solve than men. It was like, yeah, appendix, cut it out, see you later. Infection, antibiotic, see you later. But when you have this like chronic eye problem, headache, or things that you couldn't see on images, then you start saying there's something else here. Either these people are making it up or I'm a bad doctor. And guess what? You're going to pin it on the patient, you know, whether you believe them or not. When you say, well, this is a patient has psychosomatic illness, or they really have something on that nobody can help. And that's one of the reasons why I turned to, you know, alternative medicine. Yeah. And tell us about how, or or the, the first time you came across medical medium and what really attracted you to the information he was putting out there. I was delving into alternative medicine and, and somehow I got into the Hay House website or listening to podcasts, radio podcasts, radio shows, whatever it is. And he happened to come on when I was listening. And there was a segment where, it's an old segment where he used to take calls, right? He would take calls and he would talk to the person on on the, whoever he got through. And he was like, this is what's going on. This is going on. I was intrigued. I was like, wow, that guy, he knows what he's talking about because there's some things he's describing to the patient. And then he's got this other, you know, voice, whatever is telling him these things. So I was was like, wow, that's interesting. So it kind of hooked me in that regard. And this is before the book came out. So I think those radio shows were kind of a promo for the book or whatever it is, preparing us for the book. That really hooked me on and I got the book and I read it. I was like, wow, this guy's either making it up and he's total genius because he knows how to fit them all together or he's the real deal. You know, 
So it, that's that's how I got involved. That was what 2015, I think, November 2015, somewhere around there, when the first books came out. And that, that I started that you know started reading and dabbling. What was the next step for you then in terms of applying the stuff that he teaches in in his books to your practice? I had some patients who had chronic illnesses, and it was Epstein Barr, right? I didn't quite make the connection then because I was like, how could this be? Because it was it presented in a different way. But when I talk about practices, about treatment, any treatment, conventional medical prescriptions versus celery juice, right? I tell people to weigh the risk benefits. And so initially, I think it was like, get off eggs and dairy, right? That's easy. A lot of, a lot of alternative folks have said that, right? So, you know, people would get off eggs and dairy ups and, um, and they would feel a lot less bloated. And, you know, so you kind of, you kind of dabble and you kind of say, well, I'll, again, I'll choose these simple things to try and see. Um, it was along the lines of, of dietary changes that really people saw the difference of. Yeah. I don't know what it's like in the US, but I know here in the UK, basically doctors get next to no training about nutrition through medical yeah. school. Was that was that the case for you as well? Yes. Yes. I mean, I think we got maybe one or two lectures on rickets and scurvy. And it's like, I don't really see that. I mean, unless you're dealing with a homeless population or, you know, and children, but really didn't see a lot of those things. So any doctor who goes out and buys a book from, you know, Barnes and Noble or Amazon and reads a book on keto diet, he'll read it and he'll say, okay, now I'm an expert. I got a white coat. And so when the patient comes to see you, they're like, hmm, should I believe a doctor, an MD who has all this training, or should I believe my nutritionist dietitian from the hospital? And, and if you actually look at the nutrition hospital, their diets are horrible. I mean, they're, they're looking at people diabetic trays are exactly the same as regular trays, except for it's diet Coke or diet Jello or whatever it is. So it is true that we don't get a lot of training in nutrition and most, much of it is self-driven as far as, you know, learning things. One, one key question I really wanted to ask you was, was basically for you to tell us about a time where a patient came to you where they had issues that they had tried just about everything in mainstream medicine, possibly even going down an alternative path and they were getting nowhere, and you then asked them to apply some medical medium principles, and they got good results from it. Tell us about some examples of those. So there, there are many stories, and I've forgotten many of them, but the ones that I've kind of remembered and actually written down somewhere, I mean, you can even go on my YouTube channel. There, I have, I've made a quick presentation of that. I had one patient, she was 36 when she first started seeing me. She had been trying to get pregnant for 11 years. And she had gone to different countries because it was cheaper outside doing IV, like four of them. She had ovarian drilling. She had been seen by, I don't know, multiple other doctors. And at the last time she had the last failed IVF treatment, the doctor said, look, you need to save your money. And you need to put your money toward surrogacy or adoption, basically. Okay. So she saw me as a new patient just for her thyroid because she has a thyroid issue and she needed prescriptions. And I... I, I recognized that she had fertility issues. And so I said, hey, you know, why don't you think about doing some of these dietary changes? Because it can happen. And I said, look, I'm not going to change your thyroid medicine dramatically. I'm going I'm, to change your diet dramatically. And she, it was really like, she's like, ah, oh, no, no, no. I just, I've done so many things. And just, just work on the thyroid. I said, okay, look, just, just try it out. You're bloated. You're having all these symptoms. Just try these dietary changes out. So she did that, right? And she, was, she wasn't 100% perfect. But she started feeling better within a week. I mean, she's bloating got better, energy got better. She had now she had more energy. <clears throat> she wants to get a job, so she gets a job. 
And then she notices while she's working like in a month in, she's like, yeah, I missed my cycle, right? And so the husband's like, you need to go get a pregnancy test. She's like, whatever, I've been hundreds of pregnancy tests. There's no way. So she decides to listen to her husband, goes down to a clinic near her office and says, I want to check for, you know, I'm having issues with my cycle. Can we, can we talk about that? It's like, first thing off the bat, you got to pee on a stick. You need to check and see if you got, you know, you're pregnant. She's like, I've been a hundred. I'll go to, I'll, I'll just pee on a stick. Pee on a stick. 10 minutes later, boom, positive. She's like, oh my gosh. She's almost crying now. She's like, I haven't, I've been trying, 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 trying for years. I spent thousands and thousands of dollars. And this crazy quack doctor here on the corner that I just got through my insurance told me to get off these foods and I'm pregnant. That's, that's nuts, right? He compared thousands of dollars versus like maybe hundreds of dollars he maybe spent on, on, on supplements. I don't know. And it delivered the results that she said she, they, the doctors especially said she could not achieve. So that was huge for her, right? That's one of the big success stories. And, you know, you can read about it if you want to on my social media stuff. Those are amazing results just through changes to the diet. But for anyone who is maybe new to the the whole medical medium concept, tell us about some of those key dietary changes that you asked her to make. Yeah. The first thing is the troublemaker foods, as he calls it, right? These foods are pathogenic, meaning they feed pathogens like viruses and bacteria. Number one, eggs. Okay, because of their hormonal component, because of their ability for these pathogens to feed, they've been trained to feed on like this egg protein media. If you recall, in, in the way in the past, if you were to get a flu shot, they would say, if you have an allergy to eggs, you cannot get this, right? Because they grow the viruses they use for vaccines on the protein egg media. So, so these viruses have been learned, trained to utilize the egg protein to replicate and, and do its thing, right? So, yeah, eggs are great protein for you, but they're great protein better for the viruses and pathogens. And so eggs to dairy, right? Gluten, canola, corn, soy. And that's where you start, right? And there's more to it. There's even more depth, depending on how far you want to go. I, I tell people, look, if you're if you're in a martial arts studio and you come to my class for the first day, I'm not going to tell you to do a flying scissor spin kick and catch your partner's head and flip him to the side. I'm going to tell you, do the white belt stuff first, right? We're going to tie the belt first, and then you can go baby steps. So maybe it's just eggs and dairy. And this is how I had to do it. I had to go like one at a time, eggs, dairy. By the time I got there, actually, I had already done gluten-free and I wasn't seeing the results, but it was the eggs that, that I didn't pay attention to. What a lot of medical medium teaches is we're, we're trying to combat all of these viruses that live within us. You mentioned one of them earlier, Epstein-Barr virus. We've got like yes. shingles, all of the other ones that, that it does list. But after you asked her to remove these, did you also then ask her to introduce other foods? Did you ask her to start juicing? We all know celery juice is a yes. huge yes. nutritional superpower that Anthony William yes. teaches about. Yes, celery juice was, she thought it was pretty instrumental in her clearing and bloating out, but also it, it does help in many, many other ways to prepare her, her womb and her, you know, her environment for to, to, to produce babies. So celery juice is huge. It's a, it's a tool, it's a simple tool. There's actually... And for any of these pundits or critics who say, look, there's no studies on there. There are studies now, actually. In some of my social media posts, I've shown there's there's small, you know, not very powerful studies, but there's small studies that show benefit of in hypertension, for instance, right? And that's that's why I started on celery juice, because, you know, all the paternal guys in my family have high blood pressure. There's one crazy person who doesn't have high blood pressure, and that's because I happen to juice celery and other things, right? So... It's interesting how the pre the pre hypertension that I was experiencing kind of reversed after I started celery juice. 
for the patient that, you know, the miracle patient that I talked about, I mean, she didn't go 100%. She was lucky, right? But, you know, I have to tell you, results may vary. Because some people can, you'll see on, on Instagram and social media, they're like, oh, in three months, I cured by an eczema, my skin's clear, 100% clear. And other people, they're doing it three, four years now, and they're not that. that. And they're like, that's not fair. I've done even more intense. And it's, and it's not fair, unfortunately. The, the volume of pathogens in your body, the certain variants in your body, and what's going on adrenally. These are things that are vary for each person. And you, so you can't get the same exact results as somebody else did. And they did it for three months. Now, if anybody cleared everything in three months, you have to wonder whether that's authentic or not. They're just showing the good parts of, what, of, their, of their regimen or their you know, parts. They're, they have bad days and good days. But any of these medical meeting practitioners who are known in the community, we're, we're also having ups and downs in this as well. And this yeah. is how, how healing is. Remember, Anthony says, three steps forward, two steps back. It's a cha-cha. You're going to go back and forth, and that's the way, that's why life is. It's dynamic. It's not just linear, for instance. And introducing some of these teachings to your patients, the likes of removing the troublemaker foods, introducing the celery juice, cleansing some supplements. Can you give us some examples of particular conditions that you've seen good results with with patients? Well, the easy ones are the bloating and the digestive issues, right? So a lot of people eliminate better. They have more energy. Man, they, they feel great on it. Now, they they take it for granted and they, they fall off. And then they, I have to remind them when they see me again, that, oh, yeah, the cell juice that kind of changed things. So blood pressure, digestive issues, skin issues, right? Where you're talking about acne or dermatitis or things like this. I, I In my practice, more than not, I see people who get on, they feel good, and then they kind of convenience, less inconvenience, so they, they fall off and they have to remind them, right? Thyroid issues are huge in my practice because I do a lot of thyroid. So people who are getting off thyroid medicine, despite their numbers being off or they're, they're convinced they can never get off, those are, are huge too. Cysts and nodules that are growing in the thyroid come and go or, or, you know, I've seen that. I've seen what else? There's some cancer patients that I'm working with other practitioners with who are they're, they're stabilized or they're, they're, they're actually doing better despite having, you know, four or five years of chemotherapy. Here's the power of what I do, okay? I'm one of the few doctors who are conventionally trained who will say, look, this is valid. You can do this. Because it gives them the belief to bridge their uncertainty with actually doing something. Because there's a lot of hit pieces on medical medium, people who are debunking them, people who want his, his demographic crowd and trying to convince you otherwise to do something else. And so uh, there are a lot of people who try to take down information. And I'll tell you that this, this stuff in, resonates with you. Don't let somebody else tell you what you should do because they're not walking in your shoes. They're not going to hold your hair when you're vomiting in the toilet. You know? Absolutely. And I think you made a good point there. The, the fact that you are a medical doctor, people do hold medical doctors in, in high regard. They, they, they are seen as authority figures. So for you then to put forward these alternative uh, nutritional therapies and protocols. It's great to hear it from someone like you. And that's one of the main reasons I wanted to speak to you today. But for you, looking at the state of Western society these days, we've got so many drugs out there, so many new technologies, yet society is getting sicker and sicker. Why do you think that is? Well, I'm going to go back to the medical information. There's the unforgiving for the the pathogens. I mean, before this pandemic, global pandemic, would you really think about viruses in your, in your life? Maybe as a core or something. But I've been saying for the last six or seven years that I've been following this stuff is that 
They're pathogens or viruses that screw your life up. And do you believe me now that a pathogen a virus can screw your life up royally? And people are like, yeah, yeah, you know, given the, whatever the current events. So pathogens, they're getting meaner. They're getting more prevalent, right? Number two, toxins. All these toxins in the environment. I mean, you know, 80,000 to 100,000 chemicals in the ocean, you know, these animals are uptaking it into their bodies too. We're getting it from the sky everywhere. So there's more. A thousand years ago, two thousand years ago, when acupuncture, Ayurvedic medicine was there, they didn't have all these things. They didn't have pathogens like this. They didn't have the level of toxins that we have in our environment, right? There is radiation. There wasn't as much radiation a thousand, two thousand years ago, right? And then, you know, other things like, you know, DDT and, and, and all the things that he mentions in the books and stuff like this. So we have a lot to deal with. And unfortunately, we can't get away with just nutrition as a way to solve our problems. Maybe in the past you could. Now you can't. And the concepts of yesteryear, thousands of years ago, right? They're no longer valid. Because I wouldn't trust anybody who was boarded in, boarded in medicine 30 years ago, much less somebody who's giving me a concept of medicine that's 2,000, 3,000 years old, because it hasn't, hasn't met the new challenges of today. For you personally, what are some of the key steps that you take to look after your own health? Well, I do, I do the morning routine, routine of lemon water, all my celery juice, and heavy metal detox smoothie. I take a bunch of supplements because I know that we need to fight. I mean, I see patients every day. I'm being exposed to things every day. I need to have a good immune system. Now, I don't have the best immune system because I'm stressed out all the time. My hair, you know, adrenals are off. But I try to do as much as I can, and I try to snack every 90 minutes, two hours, just to keep the blood sugar stabilized. So, you know, you got to walk the talk. Because at the end of the day, people are like, Dr. Finn, did you do these things? I'm like, yeah, I did. And I wouldn't recommend them unless I did them. And I had trouble doing it initially, but you can do it. You know, and unfortunately, in our world today, we have to do these things. If you want tip-top or better health, you want to live for your family at the highest level, this information will empower you. You'll know more than 90% of doctors, unfortunately. And all the doctors out there, they want to help you. They want to help. They want to get you better, but they don't have the right toolbox. They've been indoctrin indoctrinated into other modalities of treatment, whether it's alternative treatment or conventional treatment, right? So you have to make a decision for yourself. By the time you've gotten to medical medium, if you're one of those unlucky people who've had years and years of other failures before, this is where you're ready to go medical medium. Other people who dabble in medical medium, they've heard this, they've heard that, they've heard them on a podcast, they've seen you know some celebrity endorsements, so they'll try it, but they kind of take it for granted until they hit rock bottom. And you mentioned there some supplements. What are some of the key supplements that you wouldn't go without? The B12 is important, right? I think I think he said that if <laughs> if you had nothing, you know, you had you could only afford one or two, and B12 would be critical on that list. Zinc, very important for your immune system, right? If you can tolerate cat's claw, if you're not breastfeeding or pregnant, cat's claw. Lemon balm is really good for anxiety, but it's a gentle antiviral. L-lysine and vitamin C in the form of micro C. These are some of the top ones. You know, there's there's more depending on your condition. And you can talk to a health professional if you want. But there are so many people internationally, there are medical community practitioners who you can talk on the phone. Like you can do a consult like this, and they can say, look, this is my experience. I've seen hundreds or thousands of clients, and I've had these results because I did it for myself. And again, you don't have to see it. you don't have to see me. You can see any practitioner. If you have a specific medical condition, we always recommend you work with your doctor. 
you know, you got to find somebody who is compassionate enough to really say, yeah, I don't know, what, I don't believe what you're doing, but I'll support you because it's not going to harm you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, What's yeah. the risk benefit of celery juice? I'm going to poop on myself. Those are the, the risks of celery juice. You know, the benefits are high, high blood pressure comes down, your skin, you clean your, your liver. A lot of good stuff comes out of that. Absolutely. And I'll make sure I list those key supplements you mentioned in the show notes so people can refer to it. But l- sure. let's finally just wrap it up with a quick question on what are the top three tips that you would give someone who has listened to this episode and they're, they're thinking, yeah, I'm going to give this a go. I'm going to start with the medical medium stuff. How would they dip their toes in the water and, and ease themselves into it? Your top three pieces of advice. Top three, right? One would be first start cutting out the foods. Even if it's just one of the foods, pat yourself on the back, give yourself a hand, say, look, I did that, right? And you start doing one at a time. Number two, listen to either the podcast or watch, follow the Instagram stories that you'll get, you'll get the information through that because you'll, you'll be reading a story about how somebody got better and it inspires you too at medical medium. Yeah. Or Facebook or, or even on YouTube or whatever. He's got so many of these platforms that he's on. He's given, I mean, he's given his information away left and right. Right. And so listening to that, you will get you know information from, from an inspiration from those. The third thing is work on your adrenals. The biggest hole that I see for people who, who start reading the book and doing the protocols and they're like, but I'm not getting better. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I was, I was a little bit better. I'm not all the way. You got to work on those adrenals. The adrenals are so important for you to clear the pathogen toxins out of the system, for you to keep your blood sugar stabilized and not cause more problems and run your adrenaline. A lot of people are doing this cleanses, but they're running their adrenaline because they're not eating frequently enough or they're stressed out because whomever is throwing you know, stuff at them. You, if you need to use the meditations that he gives for free, you can use those to bring down your adrenaline and stuff. So again, get, get off the troublemaker foods as fast as you can, as slow as you need to, okay? Um, number two, listen to the, the media posts that he has, whether it's through medical media himself or other people like you or me or whoever who have stories and can give you tips and stuff like that. Because real people are doing this. And number three is work on those adrenals as much as you can because they're so important in supporting your detox process and your thyroid and, and how you feel. Okay, guys, that wraps up this interview for today. There were a lot of supplements mentioned, different books mentioned, all sorts of medical medium information talked about in this episode. So just to make sure you don't miss out on any of it, I'll be posting links in the show notes below. Okay, have a great day. Catch you later.